<sighs> Let's try that again. Happy Monday. That was my remix. That was the remix version. <laughs> Happy Monday. Trust you are well. It's been a while. Yes, uh, of course, because I was working on certain projects and cases and things and scenarios. So Mondays were not, uh, I wasn't available these last couple Mondays. And there were some holidays that happened in between. Nevertheless, I have missed you. Let me bring my mic closer. I have missed you. How has your week been going? Okay, have you written down your goals for the week? What will you get done? How closer are you are to getting it done and executing those things? I certainly am. I woke up this morning. My husband's like, you've got energy. I feel rested. And I know it's because the things that I've been working on is culminating and then we'll be on a plane in a couple more in a couple weeks we'll be on a plane off to another place isn't that funny how that works when you know you're leaving or it's time to wrap it up wrap it up time to go yeah that's that's how i've been feeling excited all right oh wait before i jump into what episode we're in Let's definitely do our breathing techniques. Uh, I am Lisa Gillette, your host, also known as Super Agent. This is Shift Your Thinking, where we transform our inner experience to a phenomenal outer experience for 13 minutes of our day. We do it together. Thank you for joining. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so let's go ahead and start with a couple deep breaths. I do this technique, moving technique or moving the energy and I, I'm, I interject this with our youth boot camp. So I get them to stand up and you know move their body. So they're ready to receive. So I will do the same with you. I invite you to take three deep breaths with me so that you're ready to receive today's message. All right, so let's go ahead. Breathe in and out. Take your time with these, okay? Uh, most of you are just going on your day and you're not taking the time to breathe. So let's do it together. Another one, breathe in. And out. So cathartic, just moving that energy, moving that air around in your body. Last one, join me, breathe in. And out. Woosa, All right, of course, press one lets me know you're here. Press two lets me know you you shared it. Say hi, say hi, say hello. Of course, I have to do this unless my husband says, babe, I'm on, I can't hear you. Just want to do a quick sound check, making sure everything is copacetic on, on the ones and two. Yep, very good. We are good to go. All right, we are done with our breathing techniques. Again, check in here, let me know. And of course, we are in episode, oh no, it's three, episode 303. Who did that? Go ahead and fix that. It's episode 303. 
And I will share with you that we are continuing from Dean Del Sesto's Shift Your Thinking for Success. This is what we're doing. You can grab your copy. And I'm in, in part 16, although it's episode three or three on our end. We will be discussing what are you selling. So again, mompreneurs, poppreneurs, entrepreneurs, those of you who have side hustles, those of you who are, you know, all, might also feel like you're hustling backward. This is really just to motivate you, get some inspo in your life. That way you feel you're not alone because you're not alone. We're, we're all on this journey together, having various experiences and likely some feeling you're feeling like yours is, you know, more challenging than mine. I'm feeling mine is more difficult than yours. Nevertheless, we are built for what we are experiencing. We are built and designed. You are built and designed. Say, I am built for this. Drop that in the chat below. I am built for this. Let me, let me get that in there. Let's get the chat popping off. I am, I am built for this. Yes, I am built for this. Okay. Keep knocking my mic. Here we go. Again, I'm in section 16. And yes, I am built for this. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to ERGJ Enterprises. Those are of you who are tuning in from my brother, Ever Jefferson, uh, channel streaming platform. Also, be sure to connect, build, and share if you are also on any of the other platforms like Spotify, LinkedIn. We repurpose on Instagram. We're just everywhere. We're everywhere. So get some love. Come on in and get some love. Get some love. Get love done. Get love done. <laughs> get love done. Okay. He says, regardless of professional position, everyone is in sales. Everyone. We're all selling something, which is why I call this episode, What Are You Selling? What are you selling? We are all selling something. He says, the consistent process of convincing people, and that is the consistent process of convin convincing people that things should be one way or the other. He says, if you think about it, any business is an ongoing series of negotiations. In fact, we are, in fact, not just business is a series of negotiations. Your everyday life, you are negotiating something, right? You've got children, children are negotiating time with you. Can I do this? What about later? Can we do it later? This is Lathan. This is my son right now with the skate park because he's got roller skates uh, bought and paid for, sponsored by grandparents. And so one weekend, right? One weekend he spends with them. He comes back with roller skates. <laughs> and so bought and paid for. So he's got roller skates. So constant negotiation. Mom, can we go to the skate park? Mom, can we go later? Mom, what do you have to do? So we are always negotiating. Okay, he says we don't always see it that way, but today when you go to work, those of you who are tuning in and you're at work, someone will be trying to get you to see something their way, or you will be in the process of getting others to see things your way. So you're either negotiating for them to see it your way, 
or they're negotiating to see it, to make you see it their way. We're all selling something, right? Therefore, he says, we're all sales professionals. You might as well, the sooner you realize this, the easier life would be, is we're all sales professionals. You put your sales hat on, you're a sales professional. Why? Because you're attempting to get something met in your life. He says, therefore, it's just that some are selling products for me, property, my skill set, my experience, my brand. So products and services. And the rest of us are selling our ideas, direction, delegation, responsibilities, and things that are necessary for daily progress. What are you selling? Is selling something. He says the idea that business, that business, all that happens in it is due to what you negotiate and something to subscribe to and a skill to perfect. He says, even those of us who would never label ourselves a sales professional, aka negotiators, aka influencers, negotiate nonstop at work, at home with our families, at the store with the clerk, at the service center with the general manager, with vendors, investors, the list goes on. Can you think of those? Take a pause and think of who else you are possibly negotiating with that you come across on a day-to-day. -day. Negotiating with someone. I think about this. Um, so for me, it sticks out because I'm, I'm, I'm in the art of negotiation, time and money. I either need to get more time for my clients or we need to bring more money or we need to bring less money, right? We're negotiating upward or downward, depending what side you are on. So I, this sidebar, that's why I share with people, what side do you want me on? What side do you want me negotiating for? If I represent you as a seller, clearly negotiating the best terms, more money. If I'm your buyer's agent, clearly negotiating to get you the best price, oftentimes less than the asking with best terms, right? Get you some equity when you walk in or vice versa. All right. So the foundation, he says, of getting better at negotiating, AKA, drop these in the chat below, persuading, influencing, I shared that, directing, selling, and moving. I think we have such a negative connotation to sales professionals or sales agents, whatever that is, that we don't want to be labeled salespersons. I don't want to label that I'm selling something. And that's really exemplified, easily exemplified when we are asked, what do we do? Very, very seldom do I hear someone call themselves a salesperson, right? I've heard people say, well, I help people make their dreams come true, or I help them change their circumstances. For us, our tag is we specialize in unique situations. So we're not calling ourselves sales salespersons, yet we are in sales. And what are we doing? He says with others, it is to first acknowledge the fact that you are a negotiator. So drop that in the chat below. I am a negotiator. 
The quicker we come to terms with this, the better people. Let's move it on. I am a negotiator. Uh, in fact, I want to add an adjective here, and I want to say I am an excellent negotiator. I just don't want to be a regular negotiator. I am an excellent, excellent, that's me misspelling, but you get the point. I am an excellent negotiator. Go ahead and write that in the chat. I am blank negotiator. Once you identify that, we can move on. He says, one cannot improve on one who hasn't identified, can't get better or work on something that you are not acknowledging. This is kind of the five steps, 12 steps to, you know, if you have an addiction, I'm an addict, right? Let's start with acknowledging who you are. Let's start there. Okay. I like this. Dean is doing a great job. He says you cannot improve what yet you what you have not yet acknowledged. He says next is is to understand that negotiator can be a noble position. See, for those of you who are struggling with negotiating, persuading, directing, selling, influencing, it is a noble position. This is noble. All right. Lead with that. This is noble. He says if we are willing to bring excellence and care to every person in every transaction. See, now I have to go back to my adjective. You would think I've actually read this book, but I haven't. I read it with you for the first time together when we do this on the live. I am an excellent negotiator. And I care about my persons, clients, customers, but I'm going to say persons. So I am, this is me acknowledging, I'm starting with it because I want to be better at this. You are a salesperson. You're selling something every day, negotiating with your spouse, your partner, your children, your mother, your parents, siblings, coworkers, random strangers, not random strangers, but people you come across. I am an excellent negotiator and I care about my persons. I am an excellent negotiator and I care about my persons. Let's continue. He says, we all know their skill in negotiation, but it also has a heartbeat at the foundation. He says, although there are several schools of thought on negotiation strategies and tactics, he says, I take the approach to first care, then move to skills, strategies, and tactics. I like this, especially because I've read books on negotiation. I have the other one. Um, let's see if I could see it from here on my bookshelf. Uh, it's the one by the FBI, Chris Voss, right? Never split the difference. Uh, I've taken, uh, I have a designation or a training or certified as a certified real estate negotiation expert. I've taken those trainings and they also use the same strategies and tactics that Chris Voss uses in that book, um, Never Split the Difference. And yet I find myself coming back to the same space in the same place when I am negotiating. And it's oftentimes I lead with my ear. I lead with my ear. I'm hearing what is the issue, right? 
Because oftentimes we can come to the table with preconceived notions. You already come to the table with what you want to get out of it. However, I think the best area, uh, best approach to it is to start with listening. Like he said, first care, care enough to hear what the other side has to say, then bring the skill strategies and tactics. I like this. He adds, he says, making sure others are winning in business has a way of simplifying business. Win, win, win. You win, I win, the universe wins. Win, win, win. There's there's three wins here. Oftentimes, and see, what this is what I really enjoy and appreciate about negotiation. You may negotiate. I've negotiated deals and oftentimes feel like, man, that could have gone differently or maybe you're feeling like you didn't quite win at it, but you don't have to determine that, right? You don't need to determine the win. It is the parties in it that gets to determine, did they feel a win? That's that's what's key. Antoine Larry in the building. Good morning. Good morning. Inspire thy world. Good morning. And so it's not necessarily about you feeling like, what did I get out of it? But if you're involved, it's overall win, win, win. So three W's, drop that in the chat below. He says it removes the energy and the stress of scheming, manipulating, although I've learned from my husband, manipulating is not necessarily a negative word. Could you, I mean, imagine the discussions we have, right? (laughs) Play on words and everything. So manipulation, he says it removes the energy and the stress of scheming, manipulating and coercing and creates a peaceful process with a win-win, another win, as the ultimate measure of victory. All right. He says, so how does care, air quotes, move from an abstract concept concept to a relevant relevant tool in negotiation? Mm, I can have, I have a few guesses. I just shared this with someone. I was negotiating uh, negotiating, assisting a client negotiate an offer. And I re- and what I expressed to them as, as they were sharing their tactics, oh, you never, you know, tell, you, you don't ask, you tell, which is direct, which is true. When you're negotiating, you're directing. And so in that, I said, it's, it's interesting because it depends on the circumstances or the situation of who's involved. For me, when I work with veterans and seniors, it's um, I have a different approach and it really it's really magnified in the care part and it's caring for what their scenarios are. It's caring to have more patience for them. OK, let's continue. He says, Dean says, before you enter into a negotiation of any type or size, take some time to contemplate and write down what a win would look like for the person on the other side. Hmm, you mean to say you think you you put yourself second? Wow, that's a novel idea. This is why he says it's a noble position to be a sales professional. It's noble. This is one of nobility. He says, also consider what a loss for them might be. So not only are you factoring in what the other side is experiencing so what what l would what does an l look like for them what does the loss look like for them what does the win look like for them 
He says, it's amazing. He says, it's amazing how clear the big picture becomes when you step into someone else's shoes to see and feel, operative words here, see and feel their side in the context of what you want. Because what are we doing here? Persuading, influencing, directing. It helps you to see all the components of a negotiation in a single view instead of your instead of just your own parts and allows you to engage with a sensitivity the other side will immediately appreciate. This is the beginning of a great negotiation. I like this and I can see why it works. It's been working thus far for me because I lead with care. And as I was sharing with the clients yesterday, I was showing them the weakness in their arguments, right? Or their proposals or with their presentations. They said, well, maybe we can do it this way. And I wasn't being negative many, but I think a great negotiator, right? A, a great debater, someone who, who brings the great art, best arguments is one that can see it from both sides. That's oftentimes why we should have a sounding board, someone to bounce something off of and say, hey, what do you think about this? There might be something I might not be factoring in. So when you can negotiate and see it from both sides, that puts you at an advantage. All right. So he says, let's wrap this up. He says, chances of successful negotiations that don't move toward win, win, win are thin, thin, thin. He says emotions play a big part in negotiation. Absolutely, because people are leading with their feelings. And you just have to pay attention to what people are saying. I feel, I believe, I think, right? I think this is what it should be. I feel this is what it should be. Pay attention to when you're negotiating with uh, men, men, slap, men or women, right? So notice that uh, men, men oftentimes will lead with, I think, Women will lead with, I feel, depending on their energy, right? They have truth systems. And oftentimes you can hear it. I have trained myself to reprogram myself to move away from the I feel, right? Because I don't want to negotiate or lead with emotion oftentimes because then I'm tied up emotionally in that transaction. So I oftentimes reprogram the, the, what I'm leading with, I I feel, I feel we should, I feel you should, no, I lead with, I think, because I'm thinking, I want to come from a logical mind, my rational mind. But when you know that people are negotiating from feelings and you're listening, right, you're leading with the ear, then you know how to, in his words, right, have a more peaceful discussion, a more peaceful place. Of course, because you'll oftentimes hear people say, I understand that. I can see how you feel that way, right? I understand how you feel that way. I understand how you feel that way. Acknowledging that they feel that way. All right. So he says, and if you're prepared, he says, you can bring the negotiation down to a relaxed level. Head nods that facilitates an atmosphere where everyone is thinking rationally and peacefully. Did you hear what I just said? That I gave you the perfect example to how I reprogram 
And it's with the words that you are activating in negotiation. Be mindful of whether you're saying, I believe, I feel. You're coming from emotional space and your truth systems. Whereas when you're negotiating, you want to see it from both sides. You want to be from a space of logical, rational. I think lead with your thinking mind, left brain, right brain. I know for those of you who are watching me on video, see my hands doing all this stuff. Strike a pose, Vogue. Mm. <laughs> he says, whether you are negotiating or selling yourself into or out of something, care is the catalyst. Drop that in the comments below. Care is the catalyst responsible for making things work and is the driving force for knowing what is important to others. And listen, thinking of someone else doesn't take from you. Having to see it from their sides, both sides, how's they, how do they win? How can they win? What, what loss will they experience? What loss will they take away from this? Doesn't take from you, doesn't take from your value. Uh, key lesson that we've been teaching our children, uh, my husband and I were discussing with them about giving credit where credit is due, the things that they're learning, right? And they're negotiating. So they they negotiate with us constantly. And so it's instilling in them that if they don't get what they want, it's not taking away from them their value of their persons, right? Doesn't take from them. So I share that with you. It doesn't take from you to think logically about someone else or what's important to them. He says, thinking through, again, this is why it's called shift your thinking. It's not called shift your feeling. It's called shift your thinking for a reason. We've got to rewrite this here, rewrite the program. Notice, right? The kingdom is between the temples. Where's your kingdom, your queendom? It's in the temples, between your temples here. All right, that's where the answer is. He says, <laughs> thinking through what, what those things might be and starting negotiations by asking what is important to others takes them off the offensive he's get, or defensive and puts them in a position where they become collaborative. Novel idea. What if we are collaborating? Keywords, right? Let's see how we can work this out together. Let's see how we can collaborate for a solution. Keywords, what are you using when you're selling the art of negotiation? Your word choice is everything and your being, what you bring to the table. If you're operating from this space, it's okay to be in the care but when you're leading with the feeling, that's when you start to hear you, people are getting emotional. Notice that. Notice when they're speaking and negotiating, they're speaking from a place of high emotions. And so if you could be the one that brings it to a relaxed state, brings it down to a peaceful space and place to negotiate, and that starts with listening and caring. He says, given enough care toward the other, They'll often begin the process of thinking on your behalf. That's where you want them, right? Which is where negotiations don't just create results. They create lasting relationships that go far beyond the negotiation. 
How many of you are still in contact with those that you recall having a negotiation with, doing business with, doing a deal with? Something went well there. Reflect on that. Reflect on this week, call to action, your CTA. Reflect on two, I'm going to split this in two CTAs. So the first one is reflect on when one negotiation you had, and this is you influencing, directing, selling with someone, someone else, another person, reflect on when it went well and whether you're still in connection with them, you're still in conversation with them, or whether you're still in collaboration with them, reflect on when it went well. And then this week, I'd like for you to listen when you are negotiating and what are you choosing? What are your words? What are you leading with? Are you leading with, I think? Are you leading with, I feel? So not only should you be listening to the other party when they're speaking, but you should be hearing yourself speak as well. All right. If you find this, if you found this episode, this, this shift your thinking valuable, make sure you give me a thumb, th thumbs up, hit that subscribe, turn on that bell notification and hit share. Make sure somebody else gets this love on for this week because we're off to a very, very great start. I trust you'll have a powerful and productive week. We'll see you next week on another episode of Shift Your Thinking. I love you, love you, love you. We'll see you next week. Bye.